Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Mobile Studios in Pensacola Beach, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash cruise radio. We're certainly starting to see the effects of the oil spill along Florida's Gulf Coast beaches. That's why we're here in Pensacola this week to really show our support and uh, get the word out that there's lots to do here in Pensacola Beach, despite the fact that you may not be able to swim in some parts of the water. Today on the show, we'll be talking to Ashley Chisholm, spokesperson for the Pensacola Convention and Visitors Bureau. We're also going to make our way to one of the biggest, it's certainly the oldest seafood market in town, Joe Patty Seafood. We'll talk to the owner, Frank, over there. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy, joins us. You can find him at cruiseguy.com. He was having a lovely time in Mexico. Welcome back. Hey, Doug. Hey, Matt. Hey, man. So uh, are you guys ever in the studio anymore? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> How was your trip to Mexico, by the Mexico way? Mexico was great. And uh, it was really nice to see the, uh, the hotels in the 60% uh, occupancy levels. Mm. And uh, it was nice to see. We did uh, take a trip down to uh, Playa del Carmen and uh, to see the restaurants uh, full, you know, a lot of the hotels reopened, and uh, the shops were full. So it was, it was a lot of a lot of activity. It was great to see it. So it was rebounding nicely then. It, it is, and you know, it's also important for people to keep in mind the Yucatan Peninsula, which is where you know Cancun, let's say for example, and Cozumel, that area as well as the Baja, you know, the Mexican Riviera. Those areas were never affected by the H1N1 uh, virus. There's only the mainland where Mexico City is. So avoiding you know those areas and and the, of course the border towns, um, but you know go to the, go into the Yucatan. I mean the weather was great. The the beaches are are terrific, and uh, from a lot of places. I mean it's only a couple hours away. And reading here that Spirit Airlines they're still on strike. What's going on with that? Well the uh, the pilots have lost their spirit and <laughs> oh boy. You know what, what's really amazing oh. is I mean they're they're completely not flying, and this is one of the dangers that passengers have when flying the low-cost airlines mm -hmm. because, you know, something like this can shut the entire airline down because they have no contingency plan. Unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of passengers that are stranded and uh, with, with very little hope because uh, Spirit, unlike many airlines, has no reciprocal agreements with other airlines, so they can't, like, take your ticket and go to another airline, and another airline will, will accept it. But what's really amazing is there, there was no uh, confusion that this was a low-cost airline. And, you know, we've seen, I mean, the latest stunt where they want to charge for oxygen and, you know, bringing yourself on board the plane. Right. But in this case, it really comes down to them complaining that their colleagues at other airlines are making more money than them. We'll go work for them. Hello? Is, is that not the case? If, yeah. If this is what this company does. This is the model. And it's not like you didn't know it going into it. <laughs> So guys, you know, they have no leg to stand on, and it's just a shame. I mean, it's not like, you know, this is a great airline, and, you know, if they go out of business tomorrow, oh, well. But, you know, unfortunately, a lot of good, you know, passengers paid a lot of money, and it ruined uh, a lot of trips. And these pilots, I mean, you know, I'm sorry, guys. Um, if you don't like your job, go work somewhere else. Exactly. Have you flown them, Stuart? Never. <laughs> okay, then. Now, last week, both Princess and Azamara canceled port calls in Israel. Do you think that this was in any way politically motivated? Well, you're, I think you're referring to the uh, port call in Ashdod, Israel, which is the port for Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Right. Well, Princess wound up canceling because that was literally, um, I believe it was two days after the uh, flotilla 
that was uh, intercepted uh, trying to uh, break the Israeli uh, blockade of Gaza to prevent you know munitions from being uh, smuggled in uh, to uh, Hamas, who uh, controls uh, the Gaza Strip. So, no, it wasn't politically motivated, but they did so because the six boats that were um, captured were in Ashdod, and who knew you know, what kind of protests may occur, so they certainly didn't want to bring their ships and, and be you know, in, in a hostile area. Right. But uh, they did go to Haifa the, you know, the, the day before. Uh, they continued that call. And other other stops into Haifa were were done, and no future uh, changes were are being considered at this time uh, for future calls at Ashdod. So you know, people, you know, I know there were some emails going on that they they did this because it was political. It was it was just for the safety of of, of the ship and the passengers, and just not knowing what would occur, uh, you know, immediately uh, following the flotilla. So it's safe to say it was a smart move instead of a political move. It was a very smart move, and certainly very understandable. And, uh, you know, going forward, it, everything will be fine. What is the deal with fires in the epic? Wow. Can you guys believe this? Gosh. There have been three unknown you know, fires that have been set aboard uh, Norwegian Epic in the shipyard. And, you know, even, even after an inquiry on, on one fire where you know, the prosecutors are, are investigating on May 3rd, there, and there was another one. Actually, there were two more fires most recently this past Sunday. And uh, so the good news is that there was no significant damage to cause any delay to the delivery of the ship where it will be delivered on June 17th, and uh, it will make its inaugural sailing on June 24th from Southampton, England, to New York, and uh, our cruise in three weeks um, on July the 8th is on schedule, which is most important. (laughs) Yes, it is. Is it true that Epic has the world's largest, is it chandelier at sea? Uh, they have the largest uh, chandel- uh, LED chandelier. LED, yes. At, at, at sea. Well, and uh, of course, <laughs> you know, meeting our uh, 25 friends that we do invite down into the uh, ice bar. Mm. Mm. You know, considering, you know, with the 6,000 people, uh, only a lucky 25 at a time can experience the cold temperatures. Love well, I hope you guys bar. are making your list, and everyone, all of our listeners out there, uh, you know, please make sure you uh, submit your uh, inquiries uh, to cruiseradio.net. Yeah, if you have any questions or want to hear anything uh, or want to know anything about the epic, go ahead and shoot us an email, comments at cruiseradio.net. What was that again? Comments at cruiseradio.net. Thank you. Uh-huh. Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy will be back later in the program to give you your hot deals. Tell us about your cruise experience, good or bad, and you could be on the show. Call 1-866-874-7957 or email comments at cruiseradio.net. We are broadcasting from the Cruise One Mobile Studios in Pensacola Beach, Florida this week, specifically the Hilton Pensacola Beach Gulffront Hotel, which is lovely, by the way. We have moved into the lobby region, as you can hear. And uh, before we talk to our first guest, Ashley Chisholm, let me mention a side note here. While some beach destinations in the Gulf region have experienced visitor cancellations related to the oil spill, there's one sector of the travel industry that has not been affected yet, and that's the cruise industry. No cruise ships have required deviations or changes to itineraries due to the spill. And now, our first guest, she's the spokeswoman for the Pensacola Convention and Visitors Bureau, Ms. Ashley Chisholm. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. Glad you're here. What is the beach's current state? Well, if you see today, Pensacola Beach is beautiful. There's people in the water, the sand is stunning white, but we have had 
uh, patches of tarballs come ashore periodically for the past week or so. Um, but they're cleaned up very quickly. We're telling people if you see them, do not pick them up. They're you know not safe to pick up, right. but the um, by these the notices by the Escambia County Health Department as well as NOAA say they don't pose a great risk. Uh, however, further to our west, Perdido Key Beach does have a advisory out. The beaches are open, but um, people, visitors, are advised to swim at their own risk or uh, and not to fish. So the advisory has signs posted uh, all along the beach where the advisories are posted, just telling people, stay above the high tide line, you can enjoy the sand, but you know we don't really want you in the water just because of more tar balls. They have such a great greater number of tar balls at the moment and it's hard not to come in contact with them and we don't want that to happen so once that lets up they'll lift the advisory when they deem it safe but they had a wedding on the beach two nights ago and yeah. it was gorgeous yeah what's the primary tourism season our high season is yeah. summer so okay. we're just entering our peak okay. season you know spring break begins uh, March April gets real busy but um, May through August is, I think, 45% of our revenue for the year. Obviously, the beach is a big draw here for Pensacola, but uh, what else is there to do here? Well, we do have beautiful beaches. We have Gulf Islands National Seashore, the national parkland with, you know, ranger-led tours. But unlike other beach destinations, we have 450 years of history. Don Tristan De Luna came here in 1559, so we are Amer uh, the United States' first European settlement. So um, we really embrace that history. We have massive pre-Civil War brick fortresses, one on Pensacola Beach, Fort Pickens, another on NAS Pensacola, Fort Barrancas. There's the advanced readout tour on Saturdays over there as well. We have one of the world's largest aviation museums, the National Naval Aviation Museum, 300,000 square feet of exhibit space, top gun flight simulators, and the IMAX, uh, free daily tours inside and outside on the flight line pretty incredible place. We also have a historic downtown with shops, galleries, pretty cool eateries, and we have the Big Five, and it's one of the few places between Tampa and New Orleans to have the Big Five, which is ballet, symphony, opera, an accredited museum of art, um, and uh, it's just a lot of opportunity for history and you know arts as well as adventure, we have the Canoe Capital of Florida at nearby Milton, uh, Adventures Unlimited. Uh, you can canoe, kayak, or tube down spring-fed rivers. Mm. So there's a lot That's to do awesome. here. I could eat shrimp every day for the rest of my life and be a happy man. How, this is, my big, this is my big question, how badly could the seafood industry be affected? Well, obviously, I think the first threat right now is perception. NOAA is working with the Food and Drug Administration to inspect it. So seafood right now is fresh, safe, readily available, okay. harvested from areas not affected by the oil spill. But the perception, of course, is the biggest threat at the moment. Joe Patty's uh, here in downtown Pensacola, it's like a New York fish market. I don't know if you've been there or not, but you should try it this weekend. You grab a number, they call it, huh. You, they have fish, shrimp, everything, and every underwater delicacy you could imagine laid out on ice, and you just order your number, and these people are slicing and dicing and filleting in these big white rubber boots, and they get it, ice pack, give it to you. You could even FedEx it to your friends in you know Iowa. Just hmm. It's a really cool place. 
and they have issued a statement as well. Everything they've got is safe. Our restaurants, um, they, we have a lot of restaurants that are not chain. Uh, they're individually owned, one-of-a-kind restaurants, and they're fantastic. A lot of them take advantage of local seafood, but obviously they're making sure it's, it's good to eat and safe, inspected, but they also harvest from all over the world. Some, you know, New England, Japan, they're flying in you know, things for sushi, but everything is safe, at, you know, and inspected, so you can feel secure no matter what you order or where you get it, such as Joe Patty's. How can those listening right now help? Well, visit. Right, right. <laughs> we have a number of visitors right now. We've got people who are going to come no matter what. They love Pensacola Beach, and they know all of the other things they're gonna, that you can do here, uh, including the beach, which is great right now. But um, we want people to take a look. VisitPensacola.com has pictures and webcams, and we're doing uh, statements. As the information becomes available, we're putting it out there. We've got to be a trusted source. If we want people to come now and we want people to come later, we've got to put an honest, transparent message out there. But as you can see, it's a very busy day on the beach. We've got people who will always come. We have solidarity visitors, people who have a big heart, you know, and there's a lot of them across the country, and they're coming because they know we need the support. We also have the people who are curious, maybe people who think maybe this is the last chance they can enjoy it because we don't know what tomorrow holds. So visiting is a huge help, you know, come stay in our hotels, go to the restaurants, go to the museums, historic Pensacola Village, whatever, you know, just come enjoy yourself. And, you know, if conditions change, saving our shores, obviously I'm sure we're, we're going to have some type of situation. We don't know what kind of volunteers we could have if we can, because right now it requires training. You know, so just you know, pay attention, come if you can, and stay tuned at visitpensacola.com. Or if they want, they can just leave back some money on your doorstep. Or That will work. That will, we won't <laughs> turn that away either. <laughs> Ashley Chisholm, spokesperson for the Pensacola Convention and Visitors Bureau. Excellent to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're glad you're here, and um, hopefully your listeners will be one of those solidarity visitors as well and just come enjoy our area and share with others. We're staying at the beautiful Hilton in Pensacola Beach. It's absolutely gorgeous. I want to thank Julian, by the way, and also Tom here at the Hilton for all their help in uh, letting us stay here for a couple of nights. You couldn't ask for a more beautiful hotel right on the Gulf Coast. Like, literally, we look out our window, and I could probably throw a baseball and hit the ocean from here. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, yes, you're hearing all about the crisis going on, but that has not stopped lots of people from coming in and enjoying the beautiful crystal white pure sandy beaches uh, and the water and of course they've got um, like, like three pools out here yeah they have two sparkling pools outside with poolside bar service also right around the corner from us is an indoor pool as well it's really a slick looking place contemporary in design and all of the amenities that you would come to expect from a Hilton hotel are all right here on the property including an absolutely amazing restaurant called H2O a Cajun Asian Grill I had the cilantro seared tuna which was so so fresh and so good with this uh, it was a mango salad and cilantro ginger pesto. Ridiculously good. You had the... The bacon-wrapped shrimp stuffed yeah. with Gouda cheese. And oh, loved it. You see a lot of people who are not staying at the hotel come here just for dinner. So it's a, it's a nice place to be. And the location's great, too. Close proximity to all the other bars and restaurants around here if you want to get out. And there is a lot of them. And there's a lot of people uh, coming here and supporting uh, all that's going on. Again, despite 
the situation at hand. I, I, I got to tell you, I mean, it was, let's see, uh, last night, crowded. Mm-hmm. It was packed. Some of these, uh, the strip where all the restaurants and bars are, it's not stopping anybody from no. coming here. Heck, all the restaurants we went to last night were, what, like a 45-minute wait? Yeah. If you're looking for a great place on the ocean, it's really nice, really clean, and a lot of fun in close proximity to everything, you want to stay here. Go to cruiseradio.net. You can see a picture of the gorgeous Hilton Pensacola Beach Gulf Front Hotel. And uh, also, you can click on the link there to make your reservations. And be sure that you tell them that Matt and Doug from Cruise Radio sent you. Cruise Radio will return after these brief words. Tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cosmos? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise one. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. Yeah. Pensacola Beach, Florida this week. Our first guest, Ashley Chisholm, had mentioned the world-famous Joe Patty Seafood Market, and she said, you've got to go there. So we hopped in the car. We're here now. We're about to talk to the owner, Frank. Before we talk to him, though, I just want to share this with you. For breakfast this morning, we ate at the Doghouse Deli across from the Hilton Pensacola where we're staying. Nice young man, owner Nate talk to us. He has some lovely employees there too, Jen and June. Food was great. I highly recommend it. But Nate, the owner, is concerned like everyone is for the future of Pensacola and really everyone along the Gulf Coast. But he's been there for a long time, most all of his life, I believe. But he urges everyone listening to come to Pensacola Beach and experience it because there's more to it than just the beaches, as he explains here in this clip. It's the whole community. It's the coming across the bridge and throwing your watch in the in the glove compartment and forgetting about time and being on vacation or even not being on vacation. I live out here and we don't we live in a totally different way than anybody else. It's not about being here at a certain time, being there at a certain time. The whole atmosphere. We have um, a ton of mom and pop restaurants. A ton of mom and, you know, that whole charm is almost been lost. But luckily Pensacola still has that. Everybody, every bar owner, every bartender is 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 glad you're there. You know, and um, it's not just about fishing, but it's about the community, about the vibe you get from everybody out here, and that's what's kept me here too. Joe Patty Seafood Market in downtown Pensacola with owner Frank. Welcome to Cruise Radio. First of all, tell us who is Joe? Joe is my father. He's uh, the founder of the company, uh, Joe and Anna, my mother. Yeah. Back in the 1930s, this uh, 
It was founded in uh, the kitchen. My father caught the product and my mother sold them mm-hmm. in a little fish market over on the village street. And how long have you been uh, running things here? I guess since uh, I've never stopped running. Actually, um, I left here in 79 to start, 78 or 79, to start building vessels for the company. And uh, my father and brother was managing the Joe Paddy's. And in 92, both of them died that year. And so uh, in, in lieu of closing up Joe Paddy's, I'd done both things. Uh, kept the shipyard and, uh, and managed to bring Joe Paddy's back to the forefront, and which uh, we have done and continue to do. And we got a little blip on the radar right now with the oil, but Joe Paddy's been here since 1930, and we continue to go. Well, and uh, there's a lot of frustration. We've talked to local business owners here in Pensacola and a lot of anger, and for obvious reasons, I think, even if you don't live here, there's plenty of Americans who are very upset by it and frustrated at what's not getting done about it. What are your thoughts on the uh, whole situation? Well, uh, this morning we sent the Captain Joe out uh, for, with BP, for BP, mm-hmm. and there were seven qualified uh, men aboard the vessel, including my brother, who's a captain of the vessel. Uh, I was disappointed because uh, I want the vessel to go. It's a large vessel, one of the largest shrimp vessels uh, built. Right. And uh, I have other vessels shrimping on the East Coast. And uh, I was getting Captain Joe, to, I was going to send it to the East Coast, and I heard rumors that somebody might have been interested in Captain Joe and everything. So I contacted people in BP to see. Well, ironically, this morning, the Captain Joe left to go out uh, to spend uh, two weeks at sea, and uh, I just talked to the captain, my brother, and there in Pensacola Bay with some what they call pods or something. Mm-hmm. There's some, I guess, some oil uh, that they spotted inside mm-hmm. inside the bay at the pass, and so they gathered that up. And I asked my brother, I said, "What do you think?" He said, "If we'd been out two weeks ago, it wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. We'd have had it out there. We'd have captured it out there. They know what to do on the vessel. You know, they know." We don't catch oil, we catch shrimp. Right. But these people know how to man a vessel and what to do, and with the proper gear, they can do their job well. We are now, like I say, producing uh, products, shrimp primarily from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my seafood comes from various parts of the right. world, uh, tuna, salmon. Well, salmon, we know, is all caught in the Northern Hemisphere, and uh, we sell a lot of it. People are more in tune of buying something that they know is not from the area. But we're not producing nothing from Pensacola Bay. I mean, from, from the Gulf. Okay. We're still catching crabs up the bay. Uh, our fishermen are, and uh, oysters I'm still uh, securing from Apalachicola area. Gotcha. And that's all we're securing out of the Gulf at the present. No matter where you live in the United States, you can uh, go on the website, right, or call up and order some uh, shrimp and seafood. We'll have it out next day or second day, whatever. and uh, Pack it in dry ice? Dry ice or wet ice, whichever. Well, dry ice primarily because wet ice don't go. Right. And I have a lot of calls coming from me for me that uh, people want to know about uh, if it's safe to eat seafood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, any reputable place that sells seafood is going to be safe. But I guarantee it at Joe Paddy's. And uh, I had a customer call me yesterday and said, "How do I know my seafood is safe that I buy?" I said, "If you buy from Joe Paddy's, I say it's safe." And I, Frank Paddy, I own the place, and you can guarantee that. I can guarantee that. If you could s- sit down and speak directly with the people in charge at BP, what would you say to them? And if it could be anything, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, I've heard so many phrases, so many things, this and that. To say that we don't need BP, that's wrong. We all need BP. We need them all out there. That wherever you know, producing all for this nation and. Uh, I, I'd rather see produced here than elsewhere, 
and maybe that's not the case ever will be. I'm not no all man, but I will say that uh, hopefully uh, the situation will be under control. And honestly, I think everything is being done to cap that uh, well. Uh, we had people that wasn't working on their well that day, but I have friends that work on that well, and I have friends that's running boats to the west for the oil companies today. And uh, they all know that every effort is being made to stop the uh, flow of oil. A mile deep, you know, if you had to do something from this point a mile away on land, that would be impossible. You know, you could say, okay, go ahead and uh, run that marble down that road. Bull, it can't be happening like that. So a mile deep is, is a, yeah. a challenge in itself, yeah. anything a mile deep. Frank Patty, uh, owner of Joe Patty's Seafood here in Pensacola. Thank you so much for talking to us. Really, really appreciate it. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Stuart Sear on the Cruise Guy is back with your hot deals. And some hot tips. And, uh, you know, if you want to sail on Disney Cruise Line, they came out with a killer deal. Uh, for January through March, so you know sailings beginning January 23rd to March 20th with departures, and you heard it here, from Los Angeles to the Mexican Riviera aboard Disney Wonder. Kids 17 and under sail free. Nice. How do you like that Wow. One? Mm-hmm. That is very rare that uh, they offer that kind of a deal, but it's to kick off the uh, Disney Wonder's essentially uh, seasonal departures to the Mexican Riviera, so that, that's, that's going to be a great deal, and you know that deal is going to go very quickly, uh, so that, that is something that people should take advantage of, especially when the pricing for the first two passengers start as low as $639 per person. Nice. And we know on Disney, uh, you know, you're very lucky to uh, to get a, a soda for $639. Yeah, I was about to say that, yeah. Let alone getting a seven-night <laughs> cruise, so this is going to be a great deal. Europe is still showing uh, a lot of uh, opportunity. That if you're looking, you know, wait till maybe really toward toward the fall, where the airfare becomes a little less expensive. And believe it or not, I've actually had some people still asking about uh, if that uh, Holy Land cruise that we, you know, we were talking about the stops in uh, Israel and, and Egypt was still very popular. I mean, uh, October 18th, for example, uh, Celebrities Equinox is doing that 13-night uh, round trip out of Rome which includes, um, you know, the Ashdod and Haifa overnights. So it gives you three days there, and they also, you, know, you get two nights, uh, two days in Alexandria, Egypt. So you go see the pyramids in uh, Giza, uh, along with muse- the Egyptian Museum in Cairo. But with air, two nights hotel in Rome, and the 13-night cruise, it's only starting at $3,699, and that's hmm. for a balcony. Wow. The uh, Norwegian Jade uh, in Europe is still a- another great deal. Seven night med from Barcelona with two nights hotel in Barcelona, round trip air, and stops in Monte Carlo, Livorno for Florence and Pisa, Rome, and Naples for Pompeii, Sorrento, and Capri. Seventeen ninety nine uh, to start, but uh, there's still some great deals. Emerald Princess, for example, in the Caribbean from six hundred forty nine dollars, or you can get that balcony deal on Celebrity Solstice, you know, from seven hundred ninety nine dollars. So there's a lot of very good opportunities, but if you're wanting to take your family. 
or you want to have three or four passengers sharing the cabin, you have to book it early because a lot of the ships and sailings have already put two passenger restrictions, which means that if you want to take your family of four, you're going to wind up buying two cabins instead of one. You've been talking about the two passenger restrictions a lot lately. Is this a, a typical trend for every summer? Yes. Okay. Uh, and what happens is, and I could tell you on, on one cruise line this past week, they, they were actually charging $200 more per person for the third and fourth than they did for the first two. Wow. Just because there were a limited amount of cabins that could hold three or four. So it is a good idea to also take a look. If you're going to have four, then it is better for you to buy the two cabins. Mm-hmm. Because you can get them next door, across the hall, maybe you know a little bit down. And this way you've got twice the amount of space. You got two bathrooms, and you saved four hundred dollars, as an example. Nice. So weigh the options both ways to see, because a lot of times you may be able to get a second cabin for less money. All right, man. Thanks so much, Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy. Can be found at cruiseguy.com, or you can follow him on Twitter at cruiseguy. You can also follow us on Twitter at cruise radio and become a fan of our. Fa- <laughs> yeah fan of our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cruise radio. We always love to hear what you have to say and we might even put you on the show. Email comments at cruiseradio.net or call 866-874-7957. That's 866-874-7957. Again, a big thank you to Julian and Tom with the Hilton Pensacola Beach Golf Front. Thank you so much for your hospitality. And for those of you listening, if you're visiting Pensacola Beach, you definitely got to stay there. Next week on the show, Chris Elliott will be with us from Elliott.org, providing tips for summer travel. And Jeff Edwards talks to us about his Star Clipper cruise experience. I love Jeff Edwards. You know, he uh, used to host uh, Jackpot back in the day. Also, uh, uh, let's make a deal, too, he right? He filled in for Monty Hall right. every once in a while. But what, most, what I love most about Jeff Edwards, because he's such a cool life, he was, uh, he was in, in radio as a mm-hmm. news reporter. He was in the Dallas police station basement. When Jack Ruby shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Wow, that is so. That's and for young whippersnappers like you, Doug, uh-huh. who don't even have any idea what I'm talking about. Who's JFK? <laughs> Kidding. Anyway, for your next travel, consider CruiseOne.com. That's CruiseOne.com from the Cruise One Mobile Studios in Pensacola Beach, Florida. I'm Matt Bassford, and I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. You've been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cousin. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Better send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide.